You're listening to Rick Kleffel, the Agony Column podcast. You can find additional reviews, interviews, print interviews, and book commentary five days a week at trashotroncom agony. When we think of readers, our first picture is of someone enjoying a book in silence. But once in a while, a book or a series of books comes around that unites readers, and none more so in recent years than the Harry Potter series. Here in Santa Cruz and here on KUSP, Harry Potter has been a reading tradition from the very first book. When the last book of the series went on sale last Saturday, we went to Capitola Book Cafe to join in the festivities and meet those who not only read the books in silence, but visited again those who read them aloud, KUSP's own Billy Harris. For KUSP, I'm Rick Kleffel, reporting from the Capitola Book Cafe at 8 a.m. on a bright Saturday morning. We've got a bunch of kids here ready to read the new Harry Potter book. I'm speaking with Janet Leimeister. She's the event coordinator for the Capitola Book Cafe. Janet, tell us what's happening here this morning. Well, we are having a Harry Potter breakfast party, a little bit different from the midnight hoorah. We're giving people a different type of option. So it's 8 o'clock, the store is open. We have free breakfast donated by Gail's Bakery and the Buttery. Then at 8.30, Billy Harris, the actress, is going to do a reading of the first chapter. And at about 9 o'clock, we have a magic and juggling show from Mr. Miraculous. How many people do you think you're going to get here today? Well, we could probably have maybe between two and 400 people come in this morning. Um, but all day, people will be coming in and getting their books, as well as, of course, over the entire weekend and the next few weeks as well. Have all these people been buying these books every time they come out from the book one on? I think so. I mean, as you know, Harry 1 and 2 was comparatively slow, but since number two and three, it's been almost a phenomenon. So we do have a lot of people that have bought every seven books here. And do they buy other books when they come here as well? Um, I think they do, which is, you know, of course, one thing that we really like to see because Harry is a wonderful thing for reading everywhere, but there are a lot of other wonderful authors out there that children and adults really can get excited about as well. Thank you very much, Janet. You're very welcome. Inside Capitola Book Cafe, the kids and their parents were lining up to get a bite to eat and a book to read. I talked to some of the readers to find out their history with Harry Potter. The first young lady I met had been with Harry from the very beginning. I'm Rick Cleffel with Talk of the Bay. What's your name? Zoe Welch. (laughs) And how old are you? Fifteen. And what made you read the first Harry Potter book? The librarian at my elementary school recommended it to me when it first came out. (laughs) The, the very first book. So you've been reading these books for how long? Um, a long time, since I was seven, I think. These reading sisters discovered Harry Potter on a car trip, and the three of them grew up together, as they watched Daniel Radcliffe, who plays Harry Potter in the movies, grow up at the same time. Tell me your name. Uh, Krista Villianzoni. How old are you? I'm 15. What made you read the first Harry Potter book? Well, we were on a long car trip, and um, my sister Catherine, actually, um, she started reading it to me because, you know, long car trip, little kid, first grader starts to get bored. So she started reading it to me, and I was hooked, (laughs) you know. Don't stop, don't stop reading it. (laughs) So how old were you when you started reading this series? First grade, it might have been six. Tell me, have you seen the movies? Yeah, I've seen them all. Could you tell me how different it is from seeing the movies and reading the books, which you prefer? Um, I like the books, but I, I like the movies, but I like the books um, a lot better because I just think they have a lot more uh, character development. They're a lot more in depth. And do you think the series is improved? I do think the series is improved. I think it gets better every book. 
So now here's the big question. How have you changed in the years since that you've been reading Harry Potter and how much would you attribute to Harry Potter? Well, Harry Potter really started me in my love of reading. So I think I've changed a lot and I think that's good, but um, Harry's also changed too. So he and I have kind of grown up together, you know, in this weird sort of way. <laughs> okay, your turn. Okay. Oh, my turn. And your name is? Catherine Villianzoni. And how old are you? 17, same as Harry. <laughs> so what made you read the first Harry Potter book? Well, it was that I think we were picking out books for the car trip. I can't remember totally. I just remember we have the first copy in paperback, so I must have just thought it looked interesting and picked it up. And then I got the second one, I think, around the same time as I got the first one. So I was a year behind everybody else, I think. But it just, it was one of those I picked them up, and then I thought they were so good that it was, it, the series was hooked. By the time we got to the third one, I was a rabid Harry Potter fan. Now, have you seen the movies, too? I have. And... What's the difference for you between seeing the movies and reading the books? Well, the books, it's a lot more involved. You involve the reader more a lot with the books because you keep turning pages going, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? The movies, if you've, seen, if you've read the books, you already know what's going to happen. And so it's a little bit, eh, and then, you know, they change something in the movie and you don't like their change. And so you're kind of like, well, hey, that didn't happen in the book. Or, you know, that didn't, I liked it way, better the way the book did it. But at the same time, the change for the movies is, it's, well, I guess, actually, it's a similarity. You can see the characters grow in the books. Like, you can see Harry grow in the books. And then you can see Daniel Radcliffe playing Harry grow as Daniel Radcliffe. And it's really, it's a good way to do that, I think. Because you watch the first movie, and you got little Daniel Radcliffe, and you read the first book, and it's, you know, 11-year-old Harry. And it's just a really, it's a really neat thing to, go, to watch that happen on screen and in the book. And in your own life, because you were the same age as... Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> when you were reading the books. So tell me how you've changed. I don't really I don't really know if I can attribute like any great change to Harry Potter, but I can say that it's definitely it's one of those things like I've been looking forward to this one for weeks and it, it really it keeps a love of reading, although I work at a library so my love of reading is, you know, there anyways. It's I don't know, it's kinda weird. It's kinda like a coming of age thing though for a seventeen year old reading the book. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God, Harry's childhood is ending. Jeez, I'm going off to college next year. Mine is two. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like I thought, oh, that it was a really coming of age thing. This young man started early and he's graduated to reading the classics, the classic stories for young men. And your name is? Jimmy Rich. Now, how old were you when you started reading Harry Potter? Um, about seven. So what made you read the first book? Well, my mom bought it for me at Costco. When I finally was old enough to read it, I started reading the first one. So tell me, how old are you now? I'm 11. Have you seen the movies? Uh, I've seen everyone except the fifth one. I want you to tell me the difference for you between seeing the movie and reading the book. What I think is that the book, I just imagine sort of that it's the movie, but it's more like an, an extended version of the movie. Tell me, how have you changed in those years since you started reading Harry Potter? Not very much. I'm taller. Do you read other books? Uh, yes, I read Alex Rider. I read Hardy Boys, and I read Star Wars books. Billy Harris is a reader of a slightly different sort. Over the years of Castle Cottage, she read the Harry Potter books on KUSP to an eager audience. And she herself was eager to be reading the books again at Capitola Book Cafe. 
We're talking with Billy Harris. She's going to be reading from the latest Harry Potter book. Billy, tell me about your life with Harry Potter. Oh, it's been total bliss, actually. Um, right from the beginning, when I was reading a chapter a week for maybe a few years, I guess, and uh, this little boy who came up to me and said, I've been listening to you read Harry Potter. And I said, like the way Hagrid talks. And he said, that's just how he sounds. And I was so grateful, as you might imagine. And it's just been great fun. I mean, really, I just love trying to think of different voices for the different people. And I love it. Do you practice the voices or, or, or rehearse them? I go through, I'll show you. Well, it's no good showing you on the radio, is it? I go through and... and highlight the names of the people so that I don't come out with the wrong voice for the wrong person with any luck, you know. And that's what I did always. And I remember um, when I did The Wizard of Oz, I think, I had just finished doing Charlotte's Web and I had this great voice for Wilbur. He sort of sounded like this, you know, because he was only two months old. And then when I was reading the Wizard of Oz, I suddenly discovered that Dorothy, as I started to read it, she sounded a lot like Wilbur, and I thought, whoops! <laughs> what happens for you after Harry Potter? Oh my goodness, after Harry Potter. Well, you know, I'm not living in Santa Cruz anymore, so I don't get to read a chapter a week of, of Harry Potter, and so I'm very happy to be here at Capitola Book Cafe, reading at least the first chapter to all these lovely people who are here. And what happens to me? Anything. I mean, anybody wants me, they can have me. What can I tell you? Harry Potter's fantasy novel. It seems to be the thing that turns people on, you know, the idea, in fact, my I have a, a seven-year-old grandson who said he was writing a book about uh, five orphans who suddenly found they had superpowers. So clearly, you know, the whole uh, idea of having magical powers of some sort, whether it's The Incredibles or Harry Potter, you know, being capable of disappearing or, oh yes, my grandson says that when he grows up he wants to be a scientist and invent an invisibility cloak. So you see, it just appeals to, to everybody, the whole idea of magic, really. And I think it's magical just reading it. I get excited. Couldn't sleep last night because I was so excited about coming to read this morning. We've been speaking with Billy Harris. Thank you, Billy. It was absolutely my pleasure. I've just been told to hush because everybody wants to hear Billy Harris read. I'll leave you with a little Billy Harris reading. For KUSP Talk of the Bay, I'm Rick Cleffel. He always did himself well, Lucius. Peacocks! <laughs> yes, thrust his world back under his cloak. You're listening to Rick Cleffel, the Agony Column podcast. You can find additional reviews, interviews, print interviews, and book commentary five days a week at trashotroncom agony.